It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As the 2020 season rages on, the Locked On Reds podcast will be here each and every day to detail each win, each loss, and every transaction as the Reds look to move toward a playoff berth. My name is Jeff Carr. Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. On today's show, I'm going to tell you why those of you who think that David Bell brings out his starting pitchers too early and think that that's a bad thing, why you're wrong. We're going to look at that here in just a minute, and we're going to preview a very pivotal series for the Reds, or at least these next two games of the series, as the Reds will play the Royals twice in the next two days, and then also twice next week for the season series against the team from Kansas City. But before we get to all of that, make sure that you follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs. Follow the show at Locked on Reds on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, make sure that you are subscribed on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to, and save the Locked on Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0111. Five nine. Give me your reactions, your questions, your comments, all that good stuff there at 513-549-0159. And a quick shout out to Chad from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, as he texted into the Lockdown Reds line, maybe Michael Lorenzen should stop trying to dominate and just try to win. Sorry, couldn't resist. I like this guy, but uh, can the team afford to wait for him to figure things out? Definitely not. He's a very key member of the bullpen. And you know what? Maybe it was a little bit of bad luck that I had his quote situated in the open there. That's why we've changed it. Taking it out, taking away the bad juju. Now, Michael Lorenzen's going to pitch amazing. You watch. He's going to figure it out. But uh, but let's dive in. Speaking of pitching, that this kind of came to my mind as I was talking to Matt Wilkes on yesterday's podcast. If you have not checked that out, please do so. It was, it was a little bit of a longer one, but it was an off-day special type thing as we looked into the statistics of the Reds and the performances thereof. But looking at the starting pitching, Because this is something that I think a lot of people have mentioned as kind of something that sticks in their crawl about the Reds in 2020. Something that they feel is a detriment to the team and one of the reasons that the Reds are losing. Let me tell you why you're wrong about that. People complain that David Bell takes starters out too early. They believe that the starters should pitch longer. Oh, look, they only got six innings, and they should pitch more. should pitch seven. They should pitch eight. They should pitch the complete game because they're just dominating. Expecting a guy to come out after throwing 98 pitches in six innings and continuing to pitch at that level in the seventh, the eighth, and the ninth inning in and of itself is a bit of folly. But let's even look at what the Reds do because people think, oh, well, they take them out too early. Fun fact for you, Reds are fourth in Major League Baseball, not the National League. The Reds are the fourth best team in Major League Baseball in innings per start at five and a third innings per start by 
their starting pitcher. And that's even including the one outing where Wade Miley literally went an inning and two-thirds and just got absolutely destroyed. And then he later went on the injured list after that start. But that is even including that outing. The, the, the Reds are actually second in Major League Baseball in pitches per start. They average right around 90 pitches per start. And when you look at the statistic of starts with 100 pitches to 119 pitches, the Reds are also second. Guess who's first? Cleveland. Cleveland has the best pitching staff when it comes to longevity so far this year. That's, that's understandable considering the dominance with which they had over the Reds lineup. But that's neither here nor there. I'm talking about the Reds' longevity here. They're second best when it comes to that pitch total. In fact, no team in Major League Baseball has a starting pitcher with 120-plus pitches. The longest outing by anyone in Major League Baseball, Max Scherzer, on July 29th threw 112 pitches in seven and a third innings against Toronto. The second longest outing by a starting pitcher in 2020, Trevor Bowers, seven-inning complete game against the Tigers and that seven-inning doubleheader, that was the second most at 111. And if you saw his comments following that day, he said that after that game was over, he basically slept for two days straight. We're talking about the Bulldog. We're talking about the guy that every Reds fan can agree is probably one of the most tenacious pitchers in the major leagues right now. He said, boy, all I wanted to do was sleep for two days after throwing 111 pitches. These guys aren't robots. What we are seeing from them is what we are getting. Plus, I'll even add on to this. Now, this this story is a week old, so it's probably been updated since now, or um, uh, up to now, but The Ringer did an article, kind of a report, if you will, about pitcher injuries. And they looked, and this was literally just the first 10 days of the season. This article was written on August 3rd. They said in the first 10 days of the season, there were a total of 39 non-COVID-related pitcher IL stents in the first 10 days of the season, which is more than 50% higher than in any previous opening 10-day period of any season. And the 2020 tally of 30 pitcher arm injuries in that time frame, is 150% higher than the record in any previous season's opening stretch. The highest before that was 12. Here's the deal, folks. Starters aren't going longer. This is a league-wide thing. This is baseball. This is the entire major leagues. This is not just the Reds. This is not just David Bell. For those of you that believe that David Bell brings out pitchers too early and that they need to get some other manager in there that's going to think differently, there is no manager that will do that. None. That's not how the league works anymore. And especially, that's not how the league works in 2020. In 2020, pitcher... Health is at a premium. Just ask the New York Mets, who are missing three-fifths of their starting rotation and will not get two-fifths of them back, as Noah Syndergaard had Tommy John surgery and Marcus Stroman, who was recovering from a calf injury, has opted out because of his concerns with COVID-19. It's just not going to happen. Pitchers aren't going to pitch longer. What the Reds are doing is amazing. The fact that they are continually keeping their pitchers healthy. Look, I mean, both Anthony DiSclefani and Wade Miley have landed on the injured list for certain periods of time. 
Disco missed a start. Wade probably missed a couple of starts. He's going to be back this week, I think, against the Royals, I think is what I saw on that. So it's nice to see that. But at the same token, we are looking at a year in which many, many pitchers are going down to injury. And no manager is going to sit here and say, you know what? That 95 pitches, I, I, I think he can do 30 more. You know what? Maybe 40. I, 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 th- I think he can pitch a complete game. No, that's not going to happen. And that's not the way that David Bell is going to continue to manage this team. If you think that that is the reason why the Reds are where they are right now at two games under 500, then you're missing the point. There's plenty of other reasons. We talked about that a lot yesterday with Matt Wilkes. Now, let's let's preview this Kansas City series because I made my point. The whole starting pitching thing, that it is what it is. It's not going to change. It's not going to change for any team, let alone the Reds. So you guys can stop with the whole, oh, they're pulling starting pitchers too early. That's just not the case anymore. All right, let's look at the Kansas City Royal Series. But first, you know what? If we're all a little bit pent up, a little bit frustrated with how the Reds are doing right now, let's just relax. And I know just the thing, CBDMD.com has a couple of products that will help everyone relax, regroup, and recharge at the end of the day or just whenever you need it most. They've got CBD Freeze with Menthol, which is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or a shareable squeeze tube. They've also got CBD Recover, which combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support that you need where it matters most. And now, CBDMD is making it even easier to try this amazing duo of products and everything else that they have to offer as they're giving you, my listener, 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB. Once again, that's CBDMD.com and the promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-M-L-B for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. I'm really excited because I saw that C. Trent had this awesome report in The Athletic stating that the Reds' plan to get fans back in Great American Ballpark has passed the city and the county and now moves on to the state for their review. And then they say that they don't know exactly when fans will be allowed back in, but in an email to their seasonal employees, like their ushers, their concession stand workers, folks like that, they ask them to give the Reds kind of a yay or a nay if they would be willing to return to work. And they asked, they kind of gave them a deadline of Wednesday, August 12th, to say yay or nay if they'd be ready to come back to work. Now, that's not to say that like next week they're going to allow fans back into Great American, but that does set up a very interesting scenario in which maybe in September, mid-September, maybe even for the playoffs, fans will be back in Great America, and that would be amazing. I'd be all in on that. I know that there's plenty of people that are out there that are like, no, 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 and not me. I'm in. Hand up. I'd go. I'd be all in on that. So I, I'm hoping that it moves forward. I hope it's something that can happen for the Reds because as nice as the pumped in crowd noise is, I'd, I, I'd like to be there in person providing my own personal crowd noise. And But you know what? Anyway, speaking of crowd noise and Great American Ballpark, let's look at this next series here. The Reds and the Royals square off tonight 
as Luis Castillo looking to bounce back from a couple of, and, and when we say a couple of rough starts, they're rough by Luis Castillo's standards. Dude is amazing. Dude is a very talented pitcher. I still put him as ace 1A, ace 1B, something there with Sonny Gray, even though his numbers haven't backed it up so far in this early going. I think he bounces back against this Royals team. He will go up against Chris Bubich. Bubich is a left-handed pitcher for the Royals. He is a rookie this year. He has a pair of starts this year, and in those two starts, he has 10 innings pitched with four earned runs allowed. A homer has been hit off him. He has nine strikeouts compared to just three walks in those 10 innings. So we'll see the left-handed pitcher lineup from the Reds in game one. Game two, we'll see Wade Miley return from the injured list, hopefully for a better showing than he gave us in his first start. He'll oppose Brad Keller, a right-handed starting pitcher for the Royals. He has just one start on his 2020 ledger, five innings with seven strikeouts. He did not allow an earned run in that start, and he only allowed three hits. So we'll see what the Reds lineup can do with that. Hopefully tonight we'll see Nixon Zell back in the lineup. David Bell did say a couple of days ago in his post-game interview that we could see Senzel back in the lineup. Hopefully that's the case, especially against the lefty in Chris Bubich. That'll be an interesting game. But the Reds need them both. They need to win these next two games. And the next eight, really, are kind of not really must-win. But I, I really would love to see them go 7-1. and one. I really would. And I know that that's kind of a tall task for these 2020 Reds. But when it comes to their record, they really need it, man. They're struggling two games behind 500. And, yeah, they continue to kind of flip-flop with the Brewers for second place as the Cardinals continue to be on the shelf and not play. But once those get once those games get played for the Cardinals, then we'll really see what's going on. And the Reds need to take advantage of the fact that the next eight games are against the Royals and the Pirates, two teams that the 2020 Reds really should beat up on. Now, I know that I said that about the Tigers as well, and we saw, we saw how that went, but the, these are two teams that the Reds absolutely cannot drop that many games against. I, I'd say the expectation is 6-2 and two over these next eight games. We'll see how they deliver on that as they get healthier. I know Mike Moustakis was placed on the injured list retroactive to last Thursday, so I'm not sure exactly when we will see him because that was the 10-day injured list. may not be until this weekend that we get Moose back in the lineup. So we'll see how everybody picks up the slack around him because like, like I said with Matt Wilkes yesterday, who would have thought? that at any point during the season, Kyle Farmer and Mike Moustakas would have the same amount of at-bats. That's not the best of things for the long-term health of this franchise when it comes to their playoff aspirations. So we'll see what happens there. But that'll do it here for us today. Oh, yeah, and, and one quick note, too. I did see that Dirk Dietrich signed a minor league deal with the Texas Rangers. He's not a Chicago Cub. He is now a Texas Ranger, at least on the minor league side. We'll see if he gets into a game with the Rangers, but happy to see that he 
has landed somewhere else hoping the best for Derek Dietrich moving forward. All right, that's going to do it here for today. Gave you an extended episode yesterday, so I figured I'd keep it kind of short and sweet today. Thanks so much for listening. Tomorrow, hopefully, we'll be recapping a win and a great start from Luis Castillo. You're not going to want to miss that. Make sure that you're subscribed on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to. That way you don't miss that. Also, follow me on Twitter, at Jeff Carr with three Fs and at Lockdown Reds on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and save the Lockdown Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. But that's going to do it here for today. Now, tell your smart device to play Lockdown Fantasy Baseball, and I will talk to all of you tomorrow. Let's go, Rex. Hey. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.